Welcome to the Ion Annapolis Local Business Spotlight. There are thousands of locally owned businesses in the area, some small and some large. Some you may know and others you don't. But one thing they all have in common is a great story, and we want to share it with you. Join us every Saturday as we talk to the founders, the owners, and the managers of local businesses you have come to know and love, and those you will come to know and love. Now here's your host, John Frenet, with this week's Local Business Spotlight. We're sitting out here on the sidewalk on a beautiful October day outside the Red Bean Ice Cream and Coffee Shop on Upper Main Street. Uh, the boat shows have recently cleared out, so the locals have sort of reclaimed their town for a little bit. And we are sitting here with a new business owner who I very much hold in high esteem because anybody that opens up a new business in the middle of COVID deserves <laughs> some esteem. But we're with yes. Tim Coe, who is with the Goosehead Insurance Co-Agency. Here in Annapolis, just opened up on South Street, right? Yes. Thank you, John. Hey, thank you so much for coming out. It's been a lot of fun. Um, you know, we were chatting a little bit before we started here. You know, there goes a trolley right by or uh, the circulator bus. We'll hear some background noise, but it's too nice of a day to be inside. You are the new insurance guy in town. Yeah. So you opened up in March? I did. During 2020, I had hit a four-year mark in my career, and I was really doing commercial insurance. So I was insuring local businesses. With the trying time that was going on with local businesses, I started to realize that I wanted to be a part of the community. I started to see that local businesses um, had a huge impact on the way that people live their lives. And my wife and I started thinking about what it would look like to open up our own insurance agency. So when COVID hit and we had to lock down, uh, my wife and I had a lot of time to think about it. As we were kind of looking at what that looked like, I was doing commercial insurance at the time, and we started to look at all the options and started to look at the market. So there's the State Farm and Farmers and the big names out there. And when we came across Goosehead, they are the largest growing uh, insurance agency in the country, and they are built on a franchise model. And we really saw it as an opportunity to get in on a growing business that we could be the owners of. So as you mentioned, we are the new insurance guy in town. And uh, we do primarily home, auto, and life insurance. Okay. Well, you you mentioned State Farm, I think, just just then. I mean, so are you – and State Farm is an insurer, correct? Yes. I mean, mean, I mean, if I break a leg and I'm insured with State Farm for that leg, they're the ones that's writing me the check. You represent insurers or is Goosehead an insurer? Yeah, so that's a great question. There's what we call independent and there's captive. So a captive would be a State Farm Insurance, Farmers, Geico, all those you would call them directly and they would be the insurance carrier. They would be the one paying for the house. If the house were to burn down, they're the ones paying to rebuild it. Okay. And then there's the independent market, which a lot of them you've heard of, which is Travelers, um, Nationwide, Safeco companies like that. So um, we are an independent and we are the largest independent in the country. So we have over a hundred different carriers. Um, So we have over a hundred different state farms. Um, So we do not represent state farm. I always use them because um, they're a very large, commonly known name, but they are a captive. So if you were to call a state farm agency, they're a great company. They have a lot of great things about them. You're getting, but you're only getting a state farm product. Whereas if you call me, you, um, I might talk to you about Travelers, Progressive, some regional carriers like Hanover, um, State Auto, things like that. So it really finds carriers. the best product for whatever the particular need is. Exactly, yeah. 
And that's where I feel like we have a benefit um, is because we really do have a lot of different carriers to be able to choose from and a lot of different products. So when you look at things like jewelry insurance, we have a company that only does jewelry. And so while you can put that on your homeowner's policy, we really do have other products that might be a better fit for you for the type of jewelry you have or things like Interest, that. Interesting. So, I mean, rather than just getting a, uh, you know, a jewelry rider, if that's the proper term or whatever it is. Totally. The, yep. You know, on, onto my homeowners and say, because I've got a, you know, $50,000 worth of jewelry or something like that. And it's beyond whatever policy things. I mean, I, it might make more sense to get a separate policy just for that jewelry. Exactly. Yeah. And that's where, so we have over a hundred different carriers across the country, but I personally at the co-agency have over 35 um, in Maryland and over 40 in Virginia. So we work DC, Maryland, Virginia. And then as a Goosehead corporate, um, we can do anywhere in the country and I could be your agent. Um, It kind of gives us the flexibility, whereas if a lot of people who have second homes and things like that in other states, they could call me and I can kind of look into the account and be a part of it. Well, I, you know, I'm a big fan of figuratively, we're figuratively and literally we're sitting on Main Street, but on, <laughs> on, on Main Street businesses. And I, I do believe that all communities start with a Main Street and it doesn't, it could be West Street, it could be South Street, it could, you know, it could yes, be anything. Totally. You know, I don't have a whole lot of place for the, the best buys of the world and the, uh, although I love Apple products, I mean, I don't, you know, the Apple's is, is a giant corporation and, you know, you look at the malls and some of the department stores and I think that. You know, there's so much more value when you sit there and look at, you know, maybe be Ron George Jewelers or, you know, the Red Bean uh, and the co-agency, because, I mean, this is you are part of the community. I mean, you grew up in the area. You uh, certainly familiar. You're sort of coming home, I guess you said. Yes, totally. Uh, with the family. So how long have you been back in the area? I know you said you were in northern Virginia. We moved back three years ago. And when we moved back, I was planning to do the commute. And so I was just going to do four or five days a week out to Northern Virginia, do commercial insurance. Um, Have you seen a doctor about that? Whatever was when in your brain that thought that yes. would be a good idea. Well, Audible was my best friend. So <laughs> Audible saved me. Uh, thank you, Jeff Bezos, for that. I was doing that commute and it wasn't until COVID hit that I thought, oh my gosh, I am exhausted. So three years ago, when we moved back, I didn't realize what it was going to do on me. Um, but being back, uh, we started up in March. March 1st was our opening day for Goosehead Co-Agency. Yeah. And it has been amazing to be able to connect with the community and be a part of Annapolis and Anne Arundel County and just the surrounding areas. I want to ask you a question. Goosehead, when I heard that, I've never heard, I've never heard nice of it be a bit until, I, until I heard about yeah, you yeah. opening up. And I... I my mind can't wrap around because I remember, I, first of all, I think about Goose Island beer. Yes. And then I think about Moosehead beer, which I don't even know whether it's still in existence anymore, but from Canada. And I'm like, okay, so is this a beer? You know, where, where does Goosehead come from? What is, what's their background? Yes. So, um, I hear Goose Island and Goose Neck basically constantly. Okay. Um, those are the two mix ups that I hear all the time. Um, so Goosehead Insurance was started in 2003 when, um, a housewife, had decided to start a little insurance agency. She understood the concept of insurance and she said, I can do that. That's easy. I can basically sign people up and then keep take good care of them. So in 2003, Robin Jones started Goosehead Insurance. Um, it was, I believe, TWG at the time. Where did they get started from? What, in air, Texas. In Texas. Okay. So they were a small agency. And then about 
five or eight years into it, her husband saw what she was doing and was like, this is a great model. We can do this and we can do it better. He quit his job and came on and helped her grow it. And they had one big distinction that is really what makes us grow so fast. They realized that there are salespeople and there are service people. And salespeople are great at their job, but oftentimes they don't translate to service. Mm-hmm. So what they did was created an entire service team to service the accounts, an entire sales team to sell the product. Um, the way that Goosehead operates is we are a franchise owner, but we have our entire service team behind us helping us out. Now, another ma- major distinction was I, as a salesperson, really want to take care of my clients. So I have full access to the accounts, to managing the accounts. So John, if you if you had a major problem in the middle of the night and your house burns down, you might wonder, do I call the agent? Do I call the salesperson? Do I call this home office? Who do I call? The truth is you can call any one of us, including myself, your agent who sold you that policy, and I would be able to help you. So I can actually service the account as well if I need to. So that offers an amazing opportunity to be able to not only sell the account, but also service it. And so Goosehead Insurance in 2013 started growing, started doing franchises. We are a publicly traded company, and we are the largest personal lines insurance agency in the country. Interesting. And, and I will throw a disclaimer out to a lot of people that listen to this and go that I'm losing my sight with a franchise because it's like this big, huge corporate entity out of Texas. But I mean, most franchises are indeed locally owned. Totally. And, you know, in the most basic sense, uh, what you're doing by, you know, paying your franchise fee and your, whether it's, a, I don't know what the setup is, whether it's a monthly fee and a, an initiation fee and all that. But I mean, essentially that's marketing dollars. That's totally. no different than advertising in the Capitol or throwing a commercial on television. You're tapping into their good name and their reputation. And that's, that's a business decision. So, and if I can, the main thing about that is that we have access to the products of the large companies, but we run our operation. We are a family-owned business here, and we consider ourselves a family-owned. My wife and I both work in the business, and we are proud to be a family-owned is she, business. Is she, is she in the insurance business as well? I mean, or is she doing yeah. – so she's a, a broker or an agent as well? Yeah. So she um, – we have three young kids, Uh-oh. and so she's not selling as much right now. Uh, but she's licensed, and she is definitely working in the business three days a week, helping me out with a lot of the administrative stuff as well as some of the sales stuff. So that's that's fantastic. I mean, I know when you when you get couples that that can work together like that, it's a it's a thing of beauty. Yeah, it's it's a thing of beauty. We have a lot of fun, and I think part of it is honestly just being able to make decisions together and collaborate and talk about it. Um, when I was at the last job that I was at, we really. She didn't know what I was doing. She didn't know how I was doing it, what decisions I was making. So a lot of times she would be on the bigger decisions, but not really in the... in The, the minutiae to get to know it. And so it's really fun to be able to make those decisions of where we're spending marketing dollars, where what we're doing in the community, how we're doing it. Um, and she gets to be out there with me. So, you know, this weekend we're going out to do a, a service project with Live Water, which we've loved joining okay. with them. Yep, Prime Meyer and... All, yeah. all, all that group and Kevin and yeah, yeah, they've been amazing. So we've definitely joined up with them a lot. They've been great, uh, and so Claire's involved with it and knows what's going on, and it's been really. Are fun. you are you guys stand up paddleboarders? 
Oh, man, I wish. I wish we were better at it. <laughs> no, only done it a couple times, but would love to join Capital Sup, and I love what they're growing. I love how they're a part of the community. Yeah, no, they've they've been a they've been a great addition here from when they you know first stopped, and I know they got sort of bounced out when they built the thing across uh, Spa Creek, and yep. but now they've got a great home over there on Edgewood Road, so it's uh, good people for sure. That's yeah, they've been amazing. You've talked about being part of the community and whatnot, and again, that's one thing that I re- I do really like, and I like the idea that. If um, I don't like the idea that if my house burns down, but I like, you know, like yeah, the idea yeah, that yeah. if I've got an issue, I don't need. I mean, you gave me a business card, okay? So this this is enough to get the ball rolling with you. Uh, you know, send you an email or give you a call. You're going to handle that again. And I, I love the idea that you've got the ability to sit there and say, well, hey, John, you know, you've got all that jewelry, and yeah, we can add that onto your policy, but it may make more sense to do something else, or you know, whether it be a you know a you know, boat insurance. I mean, I'm. A, do you handle boat insurance and stuff like that? Yeah, that- anything that a homeowner would have. Okay. So boat, pet, life, RVs, motorcycles. What if we got a marijuana grow facility in my basement? Will you insure that? We can talk about it. <laughs> we'll talk about the decisions you're making too. <laughs> Probably will be something coming in soon. As soon as uh, yes, we, get this we legalized. are running into that a lot. I mean, we're not in people's basements, but definitely. Uh, that's a topic of conversation amongst the insurance industry, well, for sure. I, you know, it's sort of tying in. I spoke with Brian Meyer with uh, Livewater. He was involved with a, a startup that was a fintech company that was figuring out how to handle processing of uh, marijuana transactions just because it's, it's still illegal on the federal level. It's still a class one drug or whatever it is. Yeah. Uh, and I know that our own Severn Bank here was one of, I think, four banks nationwide that figured out how to clear money. A lot of the uh, marijuana places are cash only, which I'm, I'm, you know, on a business aspect probably puts, you know, a, a, a pinch on the insurance. You know, hey, I, I just happen to have yeah. $300,000 $300, worth of cash on a daily basis coming in here or whatever it may be. Yeah. And my accountant actually, um, he's up in Northern Virginia, but he had mentioned that he's gotten into that niche. And it's a very unique situation. And he's been he was passing me some of that business in the past, and it's really uh, there's a lot of dynamics that go into it, and making sure that they're doing it all above board. You know, as you work in now, you you said you've switched from commercial lines to personal lines. So you've got home. Do you do auto? Yep, auto insurance, boat insurance, boat, planes, motorcycle, you... planes. Yeah, if you got a fire, you know, I don't know. I might be able to do a plane. There, there are some people in here in this town that do have homeowners that do have private planes. So, I mean, yeah, you know, we that. live right next to Lee Airport. Oh, really? Okay. So we definitely know that. And uh, my father-in-law has actually just gotten into flying little planes. Oh, neat. And uh, my wife will not let my kids go on that plane. But we're working on her. She doesn't trust her dad? Yeah, <laughs> doesn't trust the plane. You know, insurance can be confusing. Um, and obviously on the auto insurance, uh, I don't think there's any requirements for homeowners insurance. I mean, your mortgage company is going to require, you know, for the value and stuff like that. But you don't have to have a jewelry rider. You don't have to have a computer equipment yep. riders and stuff like that. And they may or may not be covered depending on what the amount of the loss is. Vehicles is a little bit differently. is governed by the state, you know, the minimums that you have. But there's it's a complicated process. It, totally. it can be. You bring the personal attention to it. You bring the recommendations there. But what are the mistakes that people make when buying insurance? Well, I would say that, honestly, the a lot of the responsibility is on the insurance agent because they're the ones that need to ask the questions. They're the ones that need to figure out what's going on. So I actually have, um, I actually have something that I track questions that are commonly asked questions. 
And before I get into any recommendations or anything like that, I really try to discover what's going on in that person's life. Do they have pets? Do they have boats? Do they have motorcycles? Do they have kids? Do they need life insurance? What that looks like. So I would say that um, a lot of the common mistakes is that people don't put enough time into it. Some people try to call me up and they say, hey, I have five minutes. And I say, can I reschedule a time? Because I need to find out what's going on. And you are right. It's complicated. Um, we do run into people who have paid off their home and they don't have homeowner's insurance. And that's that's something that I try to talk through with them, what the risk is. But I'll tell you, I actually had a really funny experience because my HVAC guy came over the other day and he was fixing my thing. And he said, we have an insurance policy that we put together that you can pay a monthly fee and you can uh, we'll service your HVAC for you. And I said, well, I'm in insurance. I'm interested. So right. I said, explain the policy. And I really feel like when he was explaining it to me, that's all it is for me explaining to somebody else is, is this a cost that you're willing to pay to make sure that this is covered? You're Tim Coe. You're not www.com. You know, 100%, find yeah. my cheapest insurance type thing because that can be very deceiving. You don't necessarily know. I mean, the a website can be programmed to a degree. Totally. I, I imagine you know the, the questions to ask. Yeah. Um, you, know, you know, the boat. You've got to have, okay, so you've got to have like an executive umbrella if you have a boat in case you spill fuel in the you know in, in the yeah. water and uh and end up getting sued by DNR or something along those lines. So I think that, it, you know, it makes sense working with, a person that can do that and I guess be honest and let them know where, you know, where the liabilities are because the worst thing in the world is the insurance companies, the people that are actually writing the checks and I don't care whether it is the house insurance, the home insurance, the auto insurance, the health insurance, whatever it may be. Yep. And you're not going to be able to convince me otherwise, but their goal is to not pay the premium, not, not pay out. <laughs> you know, it, it's, it's, I mean, they are trying to minimize their risk. I mean, it's, it's a gamble that they're doing in the most basic sense. Yep. So they're looking to find ways to not, I mean, obviously they do pay when they have to, but I mean, you hear all the time people going to court for, you know, to, to force a company to pay and everything else because we do feel, and, and it's unfortunate that it gets to that. But again, I think that somebody like you that can sit there that knows the industry inside and out can, alleviate some of that so they're saying hey okay yeah yeah your basic policy is going to pay out ten thousand bucks but you've got a hundred and fifty thousand dollars worth of gear there and um you might be able to take it to court for another ten thousand bucks and you might be able to win and but you're the one that's going to be sit there saying well no you know this really doesn't make sense let's peel this off let's turn around and um add it in as a separate policy with this company that just does tech or something whatever it may be that's the benefit of dealing with with somebody that you know yeah and I would tell you that you are absolutely right in some respects that every insurance company is looking at their profitability. And part of the way that they stay profitable is that they actually have to get enough homeowners in a certain area to be profitable in that area. And so in a lot of ways, there's a balance for them of being priced right to be able to get enough clients because they have to get enough to be able to stay profitable if a storm comes through. On the flip side, they also want to be competitive, as competitive as they can to make sure that they're getting in there. Finding the right company is definitely a um, process. I think that's a, it's a, it's a definitely a something that you want an agent that's going to be there for you and um, try to find the right carrier in the right but area. I know down in uh, 2005 with Katrina, a similar thing that I know I have a lot of people down there and they didn't have flood insurance, okay? Because it was the flood. Yes. It was the flood. It wasn't the hurricane. The hurricane could have, would have taken yep. care of it, but the flood didn't. And what they did is because the ground was so saturated, they basically sat it out and prayed 
that a power pole would fall down. And I would tell you that my goal, and I tell a lot of people this, is that I want to get you the right amount of insurance, not more and not less. So I don't want you overpaying. I don't want you over-insuring. I want to make sure that we're doing it right. And I want to make sure that we're getting it right. So if you are in a flood zone, you have to have insurance. But if you're not, I want you to understand the risk. What is What does that cover? Is that something that's worth it for you? Is it worth $400 a year? Because I mean, a lot of times it is. I mean, if you're uh, if you're down by the water in Annapolis, you have a good chance of flooding. Yeah. Even though it's a flood zone X. So mm-hmm. a flood zone X is a low risk flood zone. A lot of Annapolis is, but that's actually still common for flooding. But you look at when um, Isabel yeah. came through here. I guess in ninety. Yep. Not ninety three. Oh three. Two thousand three. Uh, as I look down Main Street here, the water was up to almost a conduit street at yep. ankle level. Uh, during the high time, and I mean, it was it was amazing. Wouldn't have, who would have thought? You know, those stores, you know, four and five off of the foot of Main Street were flooding. Yeah, um, and and they did. Floods are no joke, and honestly, right now we're actually in a massive change. I don't know if uh, most people probably don't realize this, but they're actually trying to rework the entire flood insurance program. Um, the national flood insurance is reworking how they're pricing it. The reason they're doing that is because some flood zone X are still prone to flood um, more more than others. Um, and they're running at, I believe last I heard was like 160% loss ratio. But yeah, so they're reworking that. If anybody has flood insurance, now would be a great time to call their insurance agent and say, is this still the best price that we have? Good advice. Good advice. Well, how do people get in touch with you? What's the best way to get in touch? I know you do have a new location. It's at 122 South Street. Yes. Um, which is that little road that goes between the courthouse and um, like the exactly. Banneker, Doug, Banneker Douglas Museum. Exactly. We're right next to the public parking by the courthouse. The best way is to type into Google um, Goosehead Co-Agency and our website will come up there. Um, we do have a microsite that'll have all my information, everything like that. Uh, my phone number is 443-822-3684. But if you find Goosehead Co-Agency, you can find our number online. You can also find us on Facebook if you type in Goosehead Co-Agency. All one word, Goosehead. Nothing funny about the way you... Uh... Nope. Goosehead, not Goose Island. You might you might get some beer. <laughs> beer website's coming up. But uh, no, Goosehead Co-Agency, and that's C-O-E for co. But yeah, you can find us around Annapolis. And that's the best way to reach us. Oh, fantastic. Well, if you're looking for homeowner's insurance or boat insurance or auto insurance or all of the above, and obviously I think everybody does know that there are discounts that are available when you do, when you package everything all together. Absolutely. So, um, that helps, helps out every, you know, every little bit helps. I mean, especially if you're a uh, you know, young family, new homeowner or something like that, you want to make sure that you uh, are covered. And, uh, you know, again, work with somebody local to, to find out what you need, what's going to be the best product for you. If nothing else, your you know your premium part of your premium comes back to Tim and Claire and their three kids. Yes, uh, that in turn they're coming down and they're spending it at the Red Bean Ice Cream. They're 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 keeping the money here in town, and that's what it's all about. It's really supporting our local businesses uh, as much as you can throughout the year. And um, you know, let's keep us all doing it. But I mean, I, I love I love that you open up a business in the middle. Well hopefully on the tail end of COVID and uh, yes. you know, insurance is, is a necessary evil. It's not a, it's not a bad thing, but it's just a, you know, you, ha- you have to have it because uh, yes. you just don't know what is going to happen. I mean, we have a car 
careen out of the control on, and then we're just screwed. But that, you know, yeah, you know, take us out of here. But um, check it out. Goosehead.com is where you want to start. Um, yep. Or give them a call. 443-924-6704. We want to be local. We want to be growing the community, giving back. We want to give back as much as we get. Fantastic. And again, congratulations for opening Thanks. up. It's exciting. I saw the pictures Thanks. of the ribbon cutting and yes. had, had everybody we there. Had a blast. So that's, uh, that's wonderful. Tim, thank you very much for your time this morning. I enjoyed our cup of coffee, uh, right here. The weather is beautiful and, uh, we can, I guess we can enjoy a few months as locals until the legislature comes back in January. Yeah, so exactly. <laughs> now we're talking. Well, thank Thanks. you, John. Thanks for listening to this week's local business spotlight. Please make sure to visit ionanapolis.net for all your local news, events, and opinion. And in case you haven't already, please subscribe to the Ion Annapolis Daily News Brief, where we bring you all the day's local news direct to your phone, tablet, or computer in about 10 minutes. It comes to you at 6 a.m. every Monday through Friday, and you can subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.